0: the world series has unified our country
1: <laughs> around around one central <laughs> theme which right? is mm. booing and heckling Donald Trump <laughs> right did you did you uh, watch it's, that it's yesterday beautiful. it's a, it's a beautiful moment that we can all share together um, so you, you, with <laughs> the kids you take the kids and at the seventh <laughs> inning stretch you all stand up and you boo the president <laughs> This was it was an interesting thing. And for those of you who aren't,
0: uh, I mean, there's there's so much real stuff going on with (laughs) world politics and US politics and Trump. And it's, you know, it's in in normal times, it would be a fun thing to just talk about, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) But I realized that his reception at a baseball game is not important in the grand scheme of things, and that there are many things that are important, but this is not right. a political podcast so let 's sure. just focus
1: this is, this is perfect perfect territory for us to cover.
0: This is a nonsense podcast sure <laughs> so why don't why don 't we talk about the nonsense um, so Trump was in a bad position in a couple of ways on this because it's like a couple of things had to happen for this. But the, one, the first and foremost the fact that the Nationals, the Washington Nationals are in the World Series, which was unlikely. They they were a wild card team, so they had to win a one-game playoff just to make the regular playoffs. And then they had to beat some really good teams to get here. They were certainly not favored against the Dodgers uh, and, you know, here they are. But sort of traditional for the u.s president to throw out like the first pitch usually on opening day like at april 1st or something like that but but trump doesn't do that even though trump claims that (laughs) that as a young man he was the best player in new york state (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: and if you believe that
0: (laughs) right he went from probably being you know you know like looking at him swing a golf club like he probably was you know an adequate at least high school baseball player uh you know <laughs> by now now <laughs> 50 some years later he's the best he was the best player in the shirt sure, right, right right and yet somehow yeah. didn't play professional baseball uh, mm-hmm. uh he has even said in, in so many words that he doesn't want to throw out a pitch at a world series because they would make him wear what he calls quote heavy body armor and that it would make him look too heavy and then it <laughs> Funny enough, in the New York Times, the, the New York Times, which usually, if anything, bends over backwards to play it straight and avoid, uh, you know, uh, denigrating him in a in news coverage, I uh, believe it or not, conservative listeners out there, you know, they really do. I mean, it drives yeah. liberals nuts almost, uh, uh, not even almost. Uh, but they said they, they they paraphrased him as saying it would make him look quote fat. <laughs> <laughs> which is the word, not the word he used. But other other presidents have had to wear the bulletproof vest underneath a jacket. Uh, George Bush, or younger George Bush in particular, you know, famously threw out a pitch at Yankee Stadium um, shortly after, in the 2001 World Series, which was in the aftermath of, of 9-11. Uh, and threw a strike, you know, and he was really worried about it because I, I, I would imagine he had... <laughs> it's
1: a long way yeah.
0: <laughs> it is a long way and you know i, I imagine that those bulletproof vests are, are pretty constricting for emotion like yeah, throwing sure. a baseball yeah uh, yeah
1: i would imagine and you know and and if you don't like i guess they they would probably trot you out there and they have you do a, a couple of you'd think they would do that right have a few practice throws yeah, I think I remember reading with Bush
0: that he threw a couple in the, uh, there's usually like, there's like batting cages and areas where players can warm up inside the yeah. stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, I threw a so couple before, pitches. Yeah,
1: so not on the mound.
0: Right. But I think it's, you know, it, it's a very, as one could imagine, throwing a couple of warm up pitches in a basement at the stadium yeah. <laughs> uh, is very different than throwing it in front of 60,000 screaming fans at the World Series with an audience of millions watching around the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, at least Bush, Bush wasn't getting booed. So, yeah. Right. Nope. Nope. Unanimous cheers for, for President Bush at the time, because it was a, sure. a time of unity, uh, as it right. should have been. But, uh, uh, Obama, you know, Obama didn't didn't throw out pitches in, in times like the, the aftermath of 9/11. It, you know, you could consider Obama's appearances at sporting events to be you know relatively normal
1: presidential
0: visits or yeah.
1: first pitches, sort of sort of unremarkable.
0: Unremarkable, other than the fact that Barack Obama, although quite a basketball player, uh, is obviously never obviously never played baseball because he. he did, if you ever look at the video of it, he he really doesn't oh, know no. how to throw a ball.
1: <laughs> no, I've not
0: I've not seen it, <laughs> which is odd because usually I, you know, I could see being a total non athlete and not not really knowing how to throw a baseball. That's yeah. you know certainly one thing, but it's a bit unusual to me for someone to be good at one ball sport like basketball and really really look like a fish out of water throwing a baseball but who yeah. cares right you're not it doesn't count for the score it's the president of the united states and i would cheer for any president Wait, it's
1: not part of the game <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would be funny if it were
0: what and like uh, I think
1: they should go you know they're throwing out the first pitch they should really be throwing out the first pitch <laughs> just to, screw the just handing handing a dinger to the through the or a ball or, more, or, more likely a ball or yeah
0: or a hit by pitch <laughs> <laughs> like why maybe
1: they shouldn't they should not well although you know it's probably not gonna be very hard
0: yeah <laughs> uh but anyway so i guess i should explain that for our, our uh our listeners who aren't even familiar with the ceremonial first pitch so uh I think at most, at all professional baseball games, there's usually uh, a ceremonial first pitch where it doesn't count for the score, but they'll bring out uh, some local.
1: Um, yeah, usually. Usually, yeah. So usually it's a local. but You know, it, it could
0: be, you know, so a, a, a youngster who just won a, a science fair yeah. project or a national, you know, if, if the kid in your area wins a spelling bee or something like that, they'll right. bring them out and let the, everybody cheer. Uh, but, The president often does this on opening day. Trump has never done it on opening day. And uh, the president's often – there's a long history of presidents being baseball fans in particular. Uh, Nixon was a baseball nut. Uh, uh, Ronald Reagan had spent time as a radio announcer for baseball games during his early professional career as a a broadcaster. Uh, Bill Clinton – I think was a baseball fan, uh, uh, George W. Bush, George H.W. Bush, the original George Bush, as I like to call him, was, uh, unlike Donald Trump actually was an elite baseball player. He played on the Yale team and I think he played in a national college champion. I don't forget if they won the college championship, mm. but they, he didn't just play for Yale. Yale was actually very good, like right before world war two. Um, uh, very good baseball player, George W. Bush, uh, owned the Texas Rangers. And and in my opinion, still does. Right. Still owns the goddamn Texas Rangers. And yet every time me or my friends or my listeners edit the Wikipedia page for the Texas Rangers to put down that George W. Bush is is the owner of the team, it, it gets edited out. And I'm not telling you, the people listening to this podcast, to go edit the wikipedia page for the texas rangers to list george w bush as the team owner but you could <laughs> and it wouldn't bother me but you know it, it, it's not even even i still think he owns the team frankly if you and you can't convince me otherwise but it's in, undisputed that he previously owned at least part of the team literally right. owned a baseball team yeah
1: and he showed he was up he was went to a lot of those games Oh, absolutely, and yeah, uh, it still, still goes to some of them. Right? Oh, yeah,
0: and he was there. They...
1: He did for years. I don't watch much baseball anymore. because Yeah, my sucks, but uh, well, they, they... <laughs> you were on back in. In April, and they were tearing it up. I know, and I, and and then you know that that ended it right there.
0: Right. And then I think they they might have had the worst record in baseball after that. They started out I as like the since, hottest yeah, team. Since in I
1: was on this show, <laughs> so now I think we're doing a reset. So maybe they'll probably start the year off again. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So anyway, the
0: Washington Nationals are there. The, the Washington, the city of Washington, is nuts for the team. They're they're they are they haven't had a championship team in I don't know. I think the last time a professional baseball team was in the World Series in Washington was 1933, and, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt threw out a pitch. Uh, now, part of the reason they have a long drought is that the team moved to uh, what was then, back back in old-time days, the Washington Senators, although they're, apparently their nickname—I didn't know this until this week—was the Nationals. People referred to the Washington no, Senators as that the Nationals, either. and that's, I guess, where they got this name from. Anyway, they moved to Minnesota and became the Twins, I believe. Right? Is, is that? I don't know. I, I don't I, know. That could, could be as made up. I'm as, willing to believe that. Sure. That <laughs> could be as made up as anything. I'm pretty sure. Well, they went somewhere, <laughs> uh, and so there was a, a decades long drought where there was no team in the Washington D.C. city, and I guess they had to sort of adopt the nearby Baltimore Orioles as their uh, the team of, uh, of the yeah. you know the local team. Yeah, that's uh, who,
1: that's who when I lived, I lived in the D.C. area and that's who we went to see. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, of course, was the only the only game in town. But right. Um, right. even so, went to the old, what was it? National Field, National Park, uh, oh, Soldier Field, no, <laughs> Soldier Field, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Uh, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> well, anyway, Trump uh, yeah. effectively, once they made it to the World Series and it's such a big deal. He kind of had to come. He really should have thrown out a pitch. But if he threw out that pitch, everybody knew what was going to happen. He's going to get booed vociferously. Uh, I'm not even quite sure why that is. Now, I I do know it it almost it really is almost defies belief that in the 2016 election in the city of Washington, he got four percent of the vote. I mean, however popular he is nationwide, you know.
1: Well, he's just general in in metropolitan areas. Right. In general, I think he's not very well liked. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder what he would, what kind of reception he would have gotten in Houston. I, I it had to have would have had to have been
0: warmer or at least yes. mixed, right? There would have been. So anyway, what happened is he did show up, but he didn't throw out the first pitch. And the 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 Washington Nationals kind of stuck it to him a little, and so, well, the owner wouldn't
1: it, have him in this box, right? The owner, have, the owner asked that he not have to ask him to right. be in the box, <laughs> right? It is, it is the
0: the ways of dis- diplomacy are so weird, and it, you know, it, but that's what you said is exactly right. So the owner didn't want to say, "I don't want you in my box." So the owner went to the league and said, "I don't want to be put in a position." of being asked if he could be in my box you know we'll get him another luxury box we'll get him his own box
1: yeah we're gonna Uh, kick somebody else out of their box (laughs) which
0: uh, i wonder about that too like where'd that box come from you would think that you know uh, a
1: a luxury box for the world series like did did somebody have to be some terrible company probably donated it some you know some you know like tobacco or gun company probably donated it
0: yeah, or maybe somebody who doesn't even like Trump just did it for the team, you know, and they were like, hey, if you'll give up, we know you've got this, you've got this box, but they get, the Secret yeah. Service wants him in this one. They, they think, you know, the the line, you know, the,
1: uh, mm-hmm, I'm sure the, the Secret
0: Service had some sort of say. Yeah, in, in right. It what, wasn't,
1: yeah, it wasn't dead center. Right. <laughs> Uh, but they also they (laughs) invited they invited
0: a chef I forget his name Jose something uh to throw out the first pitch instead of Trump for the game five and he's a a vocal critic of Trump (laughs) so they they invited a guy who's a critic of Trump to throw out the first pitch he didn't show up Trump in his entourage did not show up until the third inning so they missed the opening pitch and then they they put him up on the scoreboard in between innings and a PA announcer said ladies and gentlemen the President of the United States is here, and <laughs>
1: it was and then somebody, it got ugly
0: yeah, it got really ugly they they booed very loudly, somebody said some reporter said, i don't know how they measured it I don't know if this is b s or not that it was over a hundred decibels, and there's video of it, and it, it's like he's on t v too, and you could see that he you know <laughs> Like always, he's captivated by a television. So he sees that he's on TV, and he smile like he gives his wife like a nudge, like "Hey, look, we're on TV." And then they're they're real happy, and he's like waving at the TV, even though that's not where the camera is. Uh, and then it really is. It really does seem, you know, the booze start, and it really does seem like he. It really did seem to get to him. I, I, I maybe I'm yeah. reading into this it. Maybe his
1: expression definitely changed there
0: it's it, it, like the way to play it clearly is to not acknowledge the booze and just yeah. you know right um but it really seemed to get him down because it, it yeah it, it might have you know he might I, i'm sure he knew he was going to get booed that there were that there would be booze i'm not quite sure he
1: realized are you just, sure <laughs> i'm not well who knows with this guy? are we sure that he doesn't really think he's super popular well he he yeah,
0: like maybe he has no idea that his handlers never let him go to a yeah. neut- neutral right. thing. Like he de- right. he doesn't even realize <laughs> that, that the only places he ever goes are rallies filled with his uh, supporters. Because yeah. he doesn't even go to like the Kennedy Awards, and and I don't even think he would get booed at a thing like that. It's like a black tie, an annual black tie event in Washington, and the president. He stop,
1: didn't they stop doing those press the press thing, the uh, press dinner? Uh, or did they just yeah. do it this they think they did it this year without him right well yeah he has
0: never attended that the yeah. white house correspondence dinner the white
1: house that's it that's what right it is,
0: yeah uh unbelievable
1: so he gets they make jokes they, they yeah <laughs> yeah they, well, they they make oh. jokes at their, at their expense and that was you know i well, anyway. <laughs> You're going to go into <laughs> the
0: the 2012 one where Obama or 2011 one.
1: Yes. <laughs> exactly. Whenever whenever it was. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Somebody one on those ones Somebody
0: on Twitter today, Josh Josh Marshall from TPM was tweeting about that and uh somebody tweeted back that it, it's effectively his superhero villain origin story. Right. Because what happened for those of you who don't know, you can Google it and it's kind of heartbreaking in in hindsight, but in in 2011 or 2012, I forget, but Barack Obama was speaking at this White House Correspondents' Dinner, which is like a roast, and you know, it's supposed to get up there and you do effectively do like stand-up, and uh, had a whole bit ripping into Trump, who was in attendance, uh, making fun of him for having supported that uh, theory that Barack Obama's birth certificate was forged and he was actually born in Kenya and therefore ineligible to be the president. Ridiculous conspiracy theory. Uh, Really, really laid into Trump. I mean really laid into him and it was very funny and uh, apparently infuriated Trump and a lot of people think might have been the the deciding moment that made him stop saying every four years he'd run for president, which is something he had done since like 1988 and actually do it. Mm -hmm.
1: And so has jokes on us. (laughs) Right. Right. I know. (laughs) Instead of going back and killing Hitler, going back and telling telling Obama not to tell those jokes. Yeah. Uh,
0: Or like going back and instead of killing Hitler, just, you know, giving him a couple zingers. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to mess with history too much, so I didn't kill Hitler. But I got to tell you, I really got some some
1: good guts in at him. I had a whole section on the mustache alone. (laughs) That haircut come with a free bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man! <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was the highlight of the World Series for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He really got he really got it. Oh, and they had some chance too. They they broke into oh, that's uh, right, yeah. They broke into lock him, t- lock him up, lock him up. Which and is, there's
1: been a lot of talk about that since then.
0: Yeah, that's that was a, about that was, how
1: how uncivil it is. Yeah, well. You know, <laughs> I just can't be bothered to
0: care. You know, it's funny, though. You see, like you say, like, the, so like the cities themselves, overwhelmingly, I didn't know how this would play out. I don't know how, the, like, I don't know who goes to World Series games. You know, like, you, it would occur to me that there might be fans of the Nationals, not just who live in the city or, or in the metro area, but who might come from quite far away in region, you know, there might it, I, I wasn't sure that it, that the crowd would be overwhelmingly against him. You know, uh, yeah. I, like, you know, that the people who are against him are going to boo. But I thought maybe there'd be a lot of other people who yeah, it who, seems
1: like there's probably a number of people from northern Virginia who go right. and because it's right there. Right. And a lot of those people are conservative. Yeah, I, but apparently not.
0: Or apparently yeah. they just were, you know kept their mouths shut. But it was right. quite a thing to see. Uh, and I would imagine like, I don't remember it and it wasn't as contentious, but I would imagine that there were certainly like, if, you know, somebody like Barack Obama comes out to throw a pitch, there's going to be some people who boo and there's going to be yeah. some people who cheer, but I don't think it, the boos are really gonna, it, it's not going to be like it was last night. No, There really is quite a thing when you think about it, that he never goes somewhere where it's, uh just like any famously, you know, even though he's from New York, he never goes back to New York. I mean, I guess he was there for like the UN meeting or whatever, but he never appears in public. Yeah. Um, and it's I just such New a, York
1: hates him, hates him even more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. And I think New York, <laughs> New Yorkers are meaner and no, <laughs> yeah, right. They'll throw batteries at you. I mean, they literally call it a Bronx cheer. I mean, they've named, <laughs> they've named it after <laughs> Well, the batteries is that's a Philly thing. Come on, yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> bulletproof vests—they don't make <laughs> battery-proof vests. <laughs> uh, battery-proof vests. Oh man, she get on that. Yeah. So we came late, left early, but uh, really, really late into them I don't know. I don't. I don't read his tweets. Uh, my wife, for some reason, does. My wife likes to get in there once a day. Ugh. Ugh. She's like just it's, so
1: is that how she gets she she doesn't drink coffee?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> like it's like a once a day maintenance task, like just to see what's going on. Blood boiling. Yeah. Uh
1: I can't I can't look at him. I can't I can't even hear him talk on TV. I no. Just, there's a yeah. lot
0: of people who are like that. Uh yeah. I don't yeah. So I'll wait for other people to, I don't have blocks up on his tweets. So I wait for other people to like retweet or something That's like that.
1: I do. And I still get, you know, cause yeah. people screenshot it. And yeah. Then post yeah. It and it's yeah. like, oh, like oh, I didn't want to see that.
0: <laughs> he tweeted the other night, I guess in preparation for his morning announcement that they killed the, uh, uh, the terrorist guy, the ISIS guy, they, all he tweeted, he couldn't help himself. He tweeted, uh, something amazing just happened. <laughs> <laughs> An exclamation mark and then he went to bed <laughs> Like you can't do that as the president of the United States like he's you, you know, what I mean like put you know. aside all this other stuff Like how do you not you know, and then he had one up too. I, mean, I couldn't believe it I honest to God couldn't believe it is that it, it, he eventually did delete this one But for hours I, at least half a day. He had up a tweet that consisted of Four periods and that was it <laughs> just dot 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 <laughs> dot And that was the entire tweet <laughs> And again, hey, we've all, you know, sometimes, I don't know what he's, you know, I guess he always tweets from his phone, but, you know, you can fat finger the return button on the keyboard and, you know, every once in a while you're doing something and some of these apps, you hit return, it gives you a new line and sometimes it sends, right, some chats. So, you know, you can hit return on a tweet before you're done and maybe have it go out there and then you just, oh, any quick, you know, you go and delete it, of course, right? Like, how do you, you know, how does it stay up for hours on it? Dot, well, dot. it's
1: like any rational. Anyway, <laughs> like, you know, like, why am I arguing? About this? Yeah, like, why are we? Arguing? <laughs> why am I arguing against this? There's no point. Uh, I just. You, you, I think with with other presidents, while Twitter has been around, so it's mostly Obama, probably. Um, yeah, entirely right. It, yeah, Almost. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah it I, is entirely. I was well, thinking of 2012, but yeah, no, it was it was 2008. Well, I guess um, although I guess George... There's probably George, a team running that whole yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. You know, I mean that stuff. All of that stuff was probably talked yeah. about <laughs> and <Yeah>. vetted and <laughs> crafted before it was published
0: yeah we, <laughs> we, <laughs> and, and with and, like, you none know
1: none of it was coming from obama's id yeah.
0: uh i feel bad I feel bad for the guy He got booed so sad <laughs> sad a, yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> god can it's you awful. imagine if obama went so, somewhere and got booed that loudly <laughs> The tweets that would come out of this <laughs> jackass celebrating it yeah uh, <laughs> like you just know it bothered him and you knew he kind of knew it was going to happen and i think it was worse than he expected and like the lock him up chance there was another one like impeach trump impeach trump uh that's 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 good work good i i say bravo to the to the to the fans of the washington nationals
1: yeah me too uh anyway i mean they're gonna lose but you know yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to
0: Squarespace. Hey, uh, look, you guys know Squarespace. I always say, you even know the phrase, look, you guys know Squarespace, because that's what I say every time. Because you do know them, because they've been sponsoring this podcast for a long time. But they keep sponsoring it, because guess what? People keep signing up and using the code. Because this is the sort of thing. What are the odds that right now, at the end of October 2019, that you, dear listener of the talk show, that you need a new website right now? Well, probably pretty pretty low. But there's a chance that you'll need one in a couple months or maybe longer than that. All I do is I want to remind you that the next time you do need a website or someone you know needs a website and they come to you for advice and help, is keep in mind. Try it at Squarespace first. All in one. Everything from registering domain names to picking from a wide variety of professionally designed templates that work on devices of all sizes and that make every website it's, it's it, you can customize so much in Squarespace, but one thing you really can't do is you can't mess it up. There's no way to go and, and start clicking around these templates and, and futz it up and end up with an ugly looking website. Every website published through Squarespace looks very professionally designed. You can customize it with your own brand out, out the wazoo. So I guess, you know, the one way you can make it ugly is to make an ugly logo for your company and put that on your Squarespace site. Don't do that. Uh, Everything, analytics, some of the best analytics that I've ever seen in a CMS, so clear, so crisp, and not overwhelming. That's the thing that gets me with most analytics packages is I look at, it looks to me like, uh, I swear, no joke, looks like going into an airplane cockpit and like, hey, why don't you try flying it? Like, I have no idea what any of this is. That's what I see when I look at most analytics. Squarespace analytics, mm, just beautiful, beautiful information design. Uh, All of it you could do at Squarespace. Uh, so start building your website today at squarespace.com and enter the code talk show. No, the just talk show at checkout when you do go to pay after your 30 day free trial and you'll get 10% off. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash talk show. And then remember that code talk show. When you sign up, you'll get 10% off. Love Squarespace. Um, I predicted that the opening bit would be 45 minutes. I think it only took uh yes. What did it take? 20 <laughs>
1: I'm just not sure, yeah, I don't know if I could talk about him for forty five minutes and go no. crazy uh, uh,
0: I do hope I hope the nationals come back and win. I'm rooting for' them. uh I always root against whoever beats the Yankees, so the Astros beat the Yankees again, so I have to root for the nationals. <laughs> It'd be good for the city
1: though <laughs> I do It's funny, I do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you hold a parade for the team that beats the Yankees, whether they go on to win or lose the World Series, yeah, you still right. get a. <laughs> Although you know, I do not have a lot of love for the for the Astros, obviously, because they moved into our division and have you know <laughs> completely completely owned the Mariners throughout their, Simul- their history. Simultaneous with the
0: move, went from a historic sad sack team to, to the, the best team in baseball over the last five right. years. Right, that's a tough division. Yeah, they to were be like
1: in. even, when, but even when they were bad, they were always like they always beat the Mariners. We would, go, we would go, we would like, we would have be having a great year and we go to Houston. Oh, we lost three in a row in Houston. <laughs>
0: right. Cause they did have, when they first started this process, like, uh, a, you know, the, the, the organization that's built this team, they, they were like, we're going to, we got to start over. And they did have a, a historically bad season. They lost, lost a hundred games, uh, uh-huh. And you're saying even then they'd they'd go in and get well against the Mariners.
1: And and maybe it's my imagination, but I I have a feeling that if I checked that they would have a strong winning record against the Mariners throughout their, you know, from the, you know, whenever these teams were founded sometime in the 70s, right? Yeah.
0: So the big news, we got big news today. Just dropped out of nowhere. Yeah. Unexpectedly. On uh, on a Monday.
1: Well, yeah, sort of. (laughs) I mean, you know, right now unexpectedly, but Uh, they were rumored to come, right? Yeah. AirPods Pro.
0: And there' even that's even the name, and there so I believe unless I'm wrong that this is the first time Apple has adopted my uh beloved plural with an s and then an adjective <laughs> construction, which is grammatically correct for things like your uh mothers in law or uh mm-hmm. holes in one a, a talented golfer might have hit three holes in attorneys one attorneys general attorneys general is a famous one. Uh, because you 're not a general you, right. you you are an attorney and you 're generally speaking i guess i 'm still not quite sure of that i know you 're not, <laughs> not a general sure. i 'm not quite sure where the phrase attorney general went from, came from, but because general is an adjective describing the attorney who you are you several of you getting together for cocktails would be attorney's general uh, okay. and now we have airpods pro I like it it can be a i realized today there was yeah It it could be a bit of a mouthful though. It was like AirPods Pro earbuds, and it's like now there's two. Like I wanted to say that or I was like talking about the tips. You know, the there's like three adjustable size tips you can have with them, and it just seems funny when you go plural adjective plural. Uh, But I'm not saying it's a bad name. I like it. And but you can you could say AirPod before. I guess you could still say AirPod Pro for one of them. You know, like if you take one out of your ear, it is an AirPod Pro in your
1: hand. (laughs) I guess. I I don't know. Yeah, because they don't do that with the iPhone Pro, right? Or any other Pro. No, they don't. And they go out of their way. So it must be like pants yeah it's a little bit like pants and they they
0: hit you know i go out of my way i have my quirks in my writing style i like to say iphones you know like the iphones eight um uh, yeah uh but like the backstory people often ask about that and and one of the reasons that i adopted that style uh, especially like in the headlines and stuff is that like let's say i'm re- reviewing the iphone eight and eight plus uh, you can't it's hard to pluralize that just by adding an s because if you just add an s and just type iphone space 8 lowercase s <laughs> you've suddenly invented the iphone 8s right exactly s in particular is hard to do it like that because it they've you know they've never come out with an 8s although maybe that's what they'll call the the thing that's coming out in march but there was no 8s, but there could have been. We didn't know, and there was a 6s and a 5s. And did they have a 7s or no? They just went right from seven. No, to 8. they
1: went seven eight. Um, yeah, you
0: know, and they did have the 10s though. So the iPhone X, <laughs> the big capital X, you couldn't pluralize that with an s either because it would it would look like a 10 S which you thought, well, they're never going to name it that because they're not going to put two letters next to each other and expect you to say one <laughs> as a Roman numeral and the other one as a letter. And so of course they did exactly guess that. What? <laughs> uh, the other thing you could do, and it is against, in my opinion, I, I guess as in all such things, there's no uh, decider in chief, but uh, it is Sometimes it's a common error. People make the typographical error where they'll, they'll use an apostrophe S to pluralize something when all you had to do is add an S. Um, and it further confuses people. And it's a common typo that everybody makes myself included, where you type it apostrophe S when you mean just ITS and, or vice versa. Um, I tried to make i tried to even coin a term for that years ago. I called it an itso but it that didn't really that that didn't catch on nearly as well as markdown <laughs> I've tried two things in my life. I invented a text formatting language <laughs>
1: you got one I got nothing
0: <laughs> and I tried to make itso a thing uh, although every once in a while when I commit an itso and and use the wrong its uh, a, every once in a while a kind reader will report it to me later by email or twitter or something and call it an itso and then I, that's when i wish i had like a button to hit to just send a t-shirt to somebody i would like to send the daring fireball t-shirt to anybody who calls it
1: an itso. <laughs> uh but anyway you I, could but i am not a fan of the apostrophe s for plural i i'm a fan of it when it's like like how would you spell
0: mind your p's and q's would you just?
1: <laughs> I would avoid. I would avoid saying that. You are. You would <laughs> say it. it. I, would, yeah. I would say it, but I wouldn't type it. So, uh-huh. um, of oh, wow, yeah. I mean, I would. I would probably large P, small s.
0: Yeah, but then it kind of looks like Large you're talking Q, about smalls. Photoshop. But, you
1: know, right? but in that instance, it's not iPhones. So, right. it would, well, like it, it would, it, I don't think anyone's going to think that I invented the iPhone. The e, other. Even the stodgy
0: New York Times manual of style and usage, which I have a copy of, uh, and often defer to when I when I have a question about such a thing, um, I believe their policy is that when you're talking about individual letters or numbers, you mm-hmm. can, you pluralize them by adding apostrophe S. Yeah. Um, so you could do that. But I it, yeah. it isn't great. It doesn't look great. I don't,
1: yeah, it's, it's and I know that it's 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 used. I just don't like it. I'm a stickler for yeah. that and the other thing. The um, I like uh, in a sentence where you're quoting something. I don't want to put the period inside the quotes. Oh yeah, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, unless the period was in the original quoted material.
1: Yes. So I do that. That's one of those things where it's like
0: I've been writing Daring Fireball for long enough where it's like people have given up on telling me about that like kind and i do appreciate it i I, so many people do you get this too i I, i'm sure you do like it's such a thing online where somehow it it, we as a culture have made it a shameful thing to tell people about their typographic errors or spelling mistakes and that somehow in the internet you're not supposed to correct people's mistakes and in some context yes you could definitely see how that's considered rude like if you're in like a thread or something like that you don't just and on
1: on twitter it's like you can't fix it so right yeah telling some telling somebody about a typo is just being mean
0: Right. But so many times when people report my my spelling errors or typographic mistakes, they, they begin by apologizing. And I always write back if I if I write back, you know, no apology necessary. I love typo reports and I would love to hear about the same one 100 times then never hear about it at all uh, because at all, all 100 people thought well i'm sure somebody else i'm sure a dozen other people have have told him about it already
1: you don't respond to chris pepper anymore do you no oh, every once in a while
0: i have to <laughs> you
1: know, and again it's, i love it's him like, he always sends something so it's like i would be spending my entire day responding to chris pepper if i responded
0: yeah like my way of thanking him typically is just to fix the mistake
1: <laughs> and know, just right. assume, it it, assume yeah. that he'll notice
0: and then every once in a while i i just break down and i i do send him a, a little heartfelt thank you just to let him know you know like hey i I know, I know i don't thank you every time but good god you catch these fast yeah
1: uh, he is and he's he's almost always every once in a while i quibble with something that he, yeah. he sends me and i don't agree with it and i don't change it but he's usually even in those instances correct yeah 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 even when i disagree <laughs> I'm <just> being <laughs> yeah i'm being stubborn <laughs> obstinate
0: yeah uh so you can't just – well, you could use apostrophes, but many people would report it as a typo, even if I did it deliberately. I don't want that email, and I don't think it looks good. So I, I use the cutesy construction, the iPhone's 8. And I also like the way that that – when I say it, though, typically what I mean is both sizes. So if I say the, uh, the iPhone's 11 – well, the iPhone's 11 is a little bit even tougher because then it, it sort of – encompasses both the regular iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max. So you could say the iPhone's 11 Pro just to mean the Pro and Pro Max. I Mm -hmm. don't know. But anyway, you can tie yourself up in a knot very easily. Apple goes out of its way often to avoid pluralizing. I saw in one of the footnotes for the AirPods Pro, they had a footnote. Like when they talk about battery life, they always include a footnote to talk about their methodology. Uh, and they said in the footnote that they tested them using iPhone 11 Pro Max units, which is the sort of thing that uh, <laughs> they're probably like one half of one. I mean, I don't know how many people even read the footnote, so you're already in like 1% territory. But uh, whoever it is out there at Apple who, who, who coined that phrase, I know that whoever it was thought very long and hard about it. <laughs> Because they know they couldn't say iPhone. They, they used more than one. You know, they were testing. Uh, it wasn't like, hey, let's figure out the battery life for these things. We'll test them with one iPhone. Right? <laughs> uh, so they used several iPhone 11 Pro Maxes, but they can't call them iPhone 11 Pro Maxes because Apple won't pluralize it that way. Uh, right. So they called them units. They also can't yeah. call them phones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I do that. <laughs> yeah, I shove, shove another word in there. Yeah. But. Yeah. and Once you've, once you've,
0: it's the sort of thing where like you and I run into it because we're writing about this stuff all the time and hopefully the people reading it don't notice it. But then one, it's one of those things where when you're inside baseball, just to go back to the baseball, uh, <laughs> You notice it in other people's sentences and footnotes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I see what you had to do there. You know, it's one of those things where you – and you know – you sympathize. It's like the way that writers always sympathize with each other because you know that you, whoever wrote that got stuck there. <laughs> like that wasn't something that – that wasn't when the, <laughs> the juices were flowing. That is like yeah. uh, you stop, you take your hands off the keyboard, and you really start thinking about this, and you start weighing your options. Do I call them devices? Do I call them units? Uh, anyway, still haven't talked about the actual AirPods.
1: Uh, I will often just completely rephrase a sentence in order to avoid a tricky. (laughs) Yep. 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 Grammatical conundrum. And sometimes you can
0: tell that a sentence was, you know, you're like, you know, this isn't the most obvious way to put the sentence together. So, you know, they, they, you could tell when a sentence was uh, jiggered around just to, just to get out of a plural. Um, but so anyway, these things were rumored all year. I think, uh, you know, people have been talking about these. I don't know how they leaked, but they you know obviously leaked in advance. The fact that they're noise canceling, uh, and that they would be, you know,
1: yeah, the pictures leaked, you know, the little diagram of them, uh, drawing of them leaked a couple months ago or something.
0: Yeah. And I think the case leaked too. And it is a weird looking case. It is sort of like, well, not weird. I, I haven't seen one in person yet, obviously, but, uh, uh, although they're having uh, press briefings tomorrow, which I think I'm allowed to say I'm going up to New York tomorrow. So that's on Tuesday. Uh, and they're doing press briefings, but I didn't even find out about this till, till Sunday night. It's like, that's how, that's how, how, uh, snap of the fingers this whole thing was. Uh, there, it was like Sunday night, John, are you free on Tuesday afternoon. We have a new product announcement. And then all of a sudden I wake up Monday morning and the AirPods are out. Um, so the case is like squatter. It's yeah it, because the 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 new AirPod Pro pods <laughs> what a <laughs> that night worked out one. really well yeah this that's the difference between podcasting and and writing
1: the actual buds you put Just in your ear back up and back up and edit that
0: in addition to the fact that they have like a rubber tip or not even like a rubber tip they have rubber tips um the the what would you call it the rod that comes down out of your yeah, ear sure. is significantly shorter. than than the existing uh, AirPod buds. Uh, So they could make the case a little shorter. But they also had to make the case wider, sort of like, you know, sort of reminds me of the Fat Nano, the way that – you remember the old Fat Nano? Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, You know, it's a a sort of squatter case because these buds with – you know, the buds are bigger because they go into your ear. um, So that case had to be wider.
1: It's interesting that it's, but it has more volume, though.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: To, because these are headphones, I should be clear about what I'm saying. Is that the case? Has yes. the case volume wise <laughs> is larger right, right. than the previous generation yeah. of AirPods? The yes.
0: case. Um.
1: Uh, so what? I don't know. What do you think about? Them? Well, the colors are fantastic, aren't you? Don't you think? (laughs) I made fun. I don't know if you caught up on I Right before I I did.
0: (laughs) That's why I mentioned it. I I did think, I was like, didn't I just read it like over the weekend? And in fact, it was over the weekend. uh, There was some Chinese language source and, you know, like, I, I hope it doesn't come across that I'm slagging on Mac rumors, Mac rumors by the, you know, the, the part of, the original idea for the whole site was that they would just publish all the rumors that come across, you know, and point, you know, link yeah. to the, all the rumors. They're not vouching for it. They're just saying right. Right. the Chinese language site um, said they were going to come in eight colors. <laughs> and then there was, <laughs> I guess that I don't know. That, that seemed ridiculous. And they even said that there might be some translation issues here because it was originally in, written in Chinese. But they definitely seemed to suggest that there would be black, you know, ones to match all the iPhone colors or at least the iPhone pro colors. So there'd be like a like a a gold taupe sort of thing. Gold doesn't really translate to plastic very well, so that, that no. seemed like a red flag to me over the weekend that yeah. uh, this doesn't seem right. Uh, black seems like the obvious choice for a second
1: color of Airpods. Yeah, and they've so we, we that has been rumored for quite some time. Right. And, it just, and has never arrived. Just uh, an awful lot of people just like the
0: color black. I think an awful lot of people would prefer that
1: they they'd be slightly less conspicuous, you know. Right. it's It's yeah. just. I mean, yeah, I agree with people who say that AirPods look goofy. They, I think they do look goofy. I think they're a terrific device, but they look goofy in your ears.
0: See, I don't see that.
1: I, I was just talking. To,
0: I forget who was on the show recently. I've never understood that because they look exactly like the classic wired earbuds yeah, that Apple's something had.
1: about missing the wires is makes but, them look odd. But doesn't it seem like it, it's the like. Taking away they the how, like a little cigarette buds sticking, sticking out, of sticking out your ear.
0: Yeah, but right, you're you're old enough. I mean, do you do you remember when TV remote controls were wired? Oh yeah, they, uh, there was only like a very brief period of time. My family never even owned one, but my uncle. I had still one. have that. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you, say so- so what you want, you, you don't lose the remote. Uh,
0: for decades, for those of you who don't who never lived through it. The only way to change the channel on a TV was to go up to the TV and and turn a dial. It was a a real dial. And there there were always, I don't know why this was, there were always two dials and the second dial didn't do anything. And it had a lot more numbers. Well, no,
1: no, it it was UHF, right? but it never worked and for me well, it, I did, we, it depended it depended on where you were i mean every once in a while if you were in in a major metropolitan area i think you could get a uhf station so you'd yeah. you'd, you'd move the the top dial to the uhf setting right, right? which, which and would then produce and then the bottom one instead of being like having the, that clicky turn thing would just be like sort of free form like a volume right. dial right. and then you'd you know you'd get um the local community college or whatever uh, yeah. Or, between two ferns from. <laughs> but that was how 1968.
0: you 68. You literally had to get up and go to the TV and turn a dial to change the channel. Um, I remember playing with the UHF thing because I, I, I would get hopelessly bored because it would be like, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the same right. 11 channels. And yeah. every day, you know, I'm watching. Are you going to watch
1: heckle and, heckle and Jekyll again? You're homesick. Right. And are you going to watch Heckle and Jekyll again? No. <laughs> All right. It's another episode of Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen it Mikhail. already.
0: Uh, you know, there was a character named Gruber on on Mikhail's Navy. Oh, I did not remember that. Yeah, it was not. It was. It was sort of a second tier character. It wasn't. It wasn't Ernest Borgnine or, or yeah. like the commandant. But one of the one of the one of the guys in in Mikhail's crew was named Gruber. And I believe, uh, uh inside inside family baseball, uh, I, don't, I don't I don't believe he had another name. He was only referred to by his last name. And uh, whereas the other characters on the show either had first names or nicknames or something. Uh, and it was, it's my belief that there's something inherent about the surname Gruber that lends itself to people being referred to as Gruber. Like I've talked to this hmm. with my cousins on my dad's side and all three, they are three boys and uh, well, they're grown men now. But, you know, all of them were were referred to as Gruber by their pals and uh, I don't know. I think there's something inherent to it. But anyway, that's uh, this weekend famous groupers. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you need a jingle for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could just borrow the McHale's Navy theme song. Whatever yeah, sure. Why,
1: at this point, why not?
0: <laughs> anyway, I'd get hopelessly bored and I'd think, let me try those extra channels again. And I'd go to the UHF and I'd start <laughs> twisting and nothing absolutely nothing but then another (laughs) month would go by and i'd try it again but
1: anyway yeah but you had to you had to it was a combination thing right it was like a it was like a magic spell because you had to do you had to move the dial and you also had to move the antenna at the same
0: time (laughs) and that wasn't gonna happen because
1: we so uh i have not uh, we have not had cable in the house in my god a long time uh eight years probably at least and um And my father-in-law is now, um, living with us and has wanted to watch some sporting events, which I have, um, like I said, I've been avoiding because my favorite team is not very good. And, uh, and so we've had to like figure out a way (laughs) to watch some of these sporting events. And we have a, we have an antenna, we have a a digital antenna. And, and so I have recently been reintroduced to the process of having to reposition the aerial in order to pick up the stations. Yeah. (laughs) That's it's quite. It's uh, It's nostalgic and really super annoying. I I was the sort of kid who
0: who would mess with stuff I wasn't supposed to mess with if if I thought I could figure it out. But dealing mm-hmm. with the antenna was never even tempting because I, my parents' home uh, has like a, a almost bizarrely sloped roof. <laughs> like, <laughs> like who thought that was a good like I don't see how anybody ever went up there and did any roofing work without sliding right off to their death. Yeah, uh,
1: you know, <laughs> well, so that was that was. But you had an antenna on the roof. Right? We had an antenna on the roof. Yeah, and I think, well, growing up, that's what I had too. But this I, is this is just like a thing, you know, connected by a cable to the TV yeah. to the HDTV. Right. No, we had it up on the roof, and and there were times I,
0: like I, I like maybe it it you know just like it, in pop culture history, like where all of a sudden we wouldn't get any channels, and maybe like a storm blew it off or. I guess it never blew mm-hmm. off, but but you know something, and my dad would have to go up there once in a while to just – it, and it was always, uh, it was always a, a real a real uh, a real production because my mom would be yelling at him that he's going to kill himself. <laughs> Don't be careful, <laughs> you know. Uh, if you like, yeah. Just if you remember <laughs> like George he's going to war. If you remember George Costanza's parents in Seinfeld, that's really. <laughs> <laughs> very close to my, my parents' relationship. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> my dad is a very genial, uh, one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Everybody who knows him loves him. He, he truly is a, a very, it, much more so than me, uh, a, a very kind, friendly human being. Uh, but he could get, you know. And as a younger man, he had more of a temper. And you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody who has to get up on a roof to do anything. When you're the, oh yeah, when no. you're the oh, dad, nobody's in a yeah. good mood if you have to get up on no. the roof. <laughs> yeah, and so he's yeah. already in a bad mood. Sure. It didn't happen all the time, but then there's my mom yelling at him, Bob, you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> Very helpful, right? <laughs> or she'd you know, like he'd want to fix it because he wants to watch TV right now, and she'd be like, Wait till tomorrow in the daytime, you'll you can't see it at night, but he, you know, he's a man, he wants to watch TV right now, so he's gonna go fix it. Um, so, anyway, they invented everybody realized that getting up, walking across the room, and flipping a dial by on the TV set was you know terrible. Everybody could imagine, wouldn't it be great if we could change channels from right here? Well, the first remote controls were uh were wired <laughs> there'd be a wire going from your yeah, tv right, over
1: yeah long cable running from the tv to your couch yeah i'm sure nobody ever tripped over it <laughs> uh you know yeah my grand my grandfather had one like that uh what an invention that's we didn't we didn't have one we never had one like that but yeah. uh i'm trying to remember if we even i don't even think we had a Oh, no, no, we actually no, we did. Yeah, we had a black and white with a with a channel changer, and the way that it worked, it would literally, you know, of course, it would literally change the dial. It would move the dial. It had to. You know, you'd hit this button like this, conjunct this big metal thing, and it would send an IR signal. And I'm assuming it was, I think it was IR. Yeah. But um, I don't know. You know, maybe we were all getting like hand cancer, and it would physically move the the dial on the TV. <laughs> I guess that I would have to. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause otherwise it would be on the wrong station.
0: Yeah. And the dial actually like changed the frequency that it was listening to. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Cause it was a real That TV had a real dial. I mean, I think a lot of them had like push buttons and then like a, like a, you know, like a clock counter sort of thing yep. for yep. the station for what station it was on.
0: Yeah. And I remember my uncle had a remote control at one point that was wireless and, and but it had buttons that like kind of, they were like radio buttons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So if you you were on channel eight, like it wasn't like you would type in eight, you know, because there still were only thirteen channels. Yeah. So they just had a button for each channel, and when you pressed channel eight, if you were had been watching channel six, six would depress when you pressed eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: people yeah. don't even remember radio
0: buttons anymore.
1: <laughs> I have a, I have a bit of a quandary because uh, I need to I want to set up uh, my father in law to have a tv in his in his room and be able to watch stuff like through the apple tv on his own but i know there's no way he's going to be able to use the, that remote all right <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> so i guess i'm gonna i think the best solution is the harmony um but i'm also like i'm also thinking about using getting a just like a uh a controller a game controller yeah maybe but i'm guess- not sure if that, that will do everything i've never even thought
0: about that? Like maybe just—I know that you can do it, but just using a, just buying another remote and putting my yeah. Apple TV remote in in the yeah. drawer. Uh, is that the sort of thing? I don't want to pry into your family life, John. But is that the sort of thing <laughs> where this was something you dreaded? I, I, I would imagine dreading it. If my father-in-law moved in, and I <laughs> no. get along very well with with both my father and mother-in-law, to be honest, I, I've one of the things that's very fortunate about my life. Is uh, Amy's mom and dad uh, both? You know, seem to seem to like me quite a bit. Uh, good relationship with both. But if if he moved in, and I had to explain to him <laughs> that I don't get,
1: <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a little he's a little put off by that. You know, he's very easygoing. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I make dinner and anything that I make, he's just like, oh, this is fantastic. Um, so it's been it's been actually very nice and he has taught he used to be i think i've did i explain this on this show i've explained it on several other shows but he was a grand he was a well not a grandmaster he was a chess master um and in 1962 or something beat bobby fisher get the hell out i never heard this yeah get the hell out of here yeah it was one of those games where fisher was going around playing like 10 yeah. different people at the same time um but he he, he he so he made his move and fisher came back around and looked at the board and just knocked his king over it's like wow <laughs> and, That's... He was, and he said he had to run after him to get him to sign the card <laughs> cuz he was just like <laughs> <laughs> Fischer moved on he was like man no. <laughs> once <laughs> you lose some you're not getting away from this so easily there <laughs> yeah right right you got to sign this card and he's noted in some some book someplace where, and it's one of those, you know, with chess, it's like, you can practically go back and see every single game, but there's a site someplace where you can see the moves of the, of the game. Um, that is fantastic. uh, But anyway, he don't, he's been very, (laughs) very congenial about the whole thing. And, um, but the but it, but I think like there was a, an expression on his face, you know, we're like we don't have cable. It was like what the hell? Like you have every other electronic device right. in this house, and you don't have cable. Why? <laughs> what? What is going on here? Uh, it was like you know, it was like we we said we were Mennonites or something. You've got more iPhones than you have people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> way more
0: right <laughs> way more but somehow you don't have cable. like i feel like i could explain to my dad or to my father-in-law that we don't have a landline I, my dad knows that we don't we in the, you know in, in my house do not have a landline phone service um and and he, he, the jump to everybody just has their own cell phone and their own number and you just call that way and you know uh, my dad in fact does not have a cell phone my mom does uh, my dad doesn't because uh, <laughs> he he probably would use it, but it's he's he just doesn't want to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> but he, you know, if he had to move in, and we told him now, you you know, here here, just take this, and now you have a cell phone. That's your phone number. He could get it, you know. Like, and he uses an iPad, so he'd he'd, he'd get the interface, and the basic concepts are kind of the same, right? Like, you just you have a number, you dial the number. And then that phone rings, and when, if the other person picks up, then you talk, right? So the landline experience and the cell phone only experience are pr- pretty comparable. But not having cable TV is sort of a <laughs> you, you got to yeah. explain it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And again, it wouldn't be that I would dread it because I would think, ah, now you know if my father in law hates me anymore, even more. I, I just wouldn't look forward to explaining it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right? Like yeah. I feel like people of that generation expect you yeah. to be able to turn a TV on and with a it button. It's
1: particularly bad when you're explaining it, you know, as yeah. a game is starting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, hey, well, let's watch the football game. Oh, we can't watch the football game because we refuse to pay for cable. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to pay for 27 different streaming services. Do you have any of those things... Uh... You don't have it, you, so you don't have the sort of thing like a
0: YouTube TV or the PlayStation View, I think they call it, where you get like, it's sort of like getting cable service. You know, like you get like a bunch of. Uh, I have of... not
1: looked into the PlayStation thing. I wouldn't, I uh, probably wouldn't buy a YouTube <laughs> streaming service. Um I mean I've seen that they have TV they have a TV thing but I consider that sort of like buying cable so it is. I haven't it, done it it.
0: it it you know and you might save some money it's but it still is yeah. it's just it it hopefully it's you know helping overall just because it's sort of breaking the monopoly of local cable companies right. so that you have an option
1: but yeah the, well in here in Tacoma we have a local um we have t, uh, the town has cable Hmm. At least for the time being they're they're actually, it's going through this whole, um, reorganization thing, which is, I don't want to go into at this point, but, um, the town set up cable. So we get internet through the town and, um, you can also get TV. And, and that's just through the, you, you like, right. It's like the, like paying your water bill. Um, sort of, I mean, it's a different, you don't pay it at the same, yeah, I mean, you don't pay it at the same. But you're not paying it to a bill. for-profit corporation. Right yeah, yeah so- somehow the, well the internet with well, the internet part they contract out um to two different right now it's just two different i think when they started out it was more but now it's gone down to two and i think they're actually going to go down to one um and a lot of people are concerned that it's eventually just going to lead them to selling the cable business uh <laughs> oh, i'm laughing because i live in philadelphia yeah Yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> Literally Cable Town.
0: Right. It's cable, forget it, John. It's Cable Town. <laughs> like the odds of the city of Philadelphia ever providing. Oh, yeah. no way. <laughs> There's no way.
1: There's Broadway. No way. Yeah.
0: And I know like Comcast, you know, for those of you who don't know, Comcast, which is a giant media conglomerate that owns way more other media conglomerates than you can even keep track of. They probably just bought another thing while we're talking uh but they own among other things all of nbc they own universal i guess they call it nbc universal now uh but it's all owned by by comcast when
1: when i'm feeling when i'm feeling particularly um i don't know loathsome or in a bad mood or whatever i remind people that gritty is owned by comcast is he because they they own the Yeah, because they own the team right all right i think yeah
0: hmm
1: I'm pretty sure yeah, they own probably. that team, and like, <laughs> and everybody loves gritty, and I love yeah. gritty too. But you know, sorry, he's a registered trademark of the Comcast Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's and it it's pretty, you know to go back to baseball, they uh, they
0: don't own the Phillies, but they own the Phillies TV rights. Uh, and so, so if you ever wonder why you can't watch your local team on the MLB at bat app, it's because that situation is it's not true in every city. But it's true in a lot of cities where the, the, the people who have a say in whether or not they, you would be allowed to watch your local team in this app on stream over the Internet, which you would pay for is, is determined by the cable company, which requires you to have a cable subscription to do it. Like they don't even let you, the thing that doesn't make sense about it is of course, everybody knows baseball telecasts have ads between the innings. It's, it's really sort of a, uh, it's like the only sport where the ads are actually, the ad breaks are actually natural and, um, uh, they kind of extend them in the playoffs, but in the regular season, they don't, it, it doesn't delay the game at all. You know, it's one of the beautiful mm-hmm. things about, about televised baseball. Um, uh, uh, but they don't even do that. They don't even show the ads because they don't really care about the ads. They just want to make sure everybody who cares about baseball in Philadelphia has a cable subscription. right? Yeah.
1: Terrible. <laughs> what a digression. Look out, look out for
0: number one. What a This is an all-time great digression on this podcast because this is all related to whether or not AirPods <laughs> look silly with or without wires. <laughs> I was trying to remember how yeah. we got into this, oh, no. and I couldn't. I, I usually, I'm usually the first one to forget how a digression started, <laughs> but I've somehow still had this in mind, and and that, and I've been trying to tie it together with some kind of joke about cord cutters, cable cutters. What do they call them? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Because cable you could cutters. you, yeah. and I always wonder, like, are there any? Is there anybody out there? I've always wondered this, and I, this is why I, I've been wanting to make this observation for ten minutes now. Is you know that the way that AirPods have become this. Uh, status symbol for some bizarre people. You know, that you're, you know, you're somehow showing off if you have AirPods and that it's a sign that you're cool or, or whatever, which is very alien to me. And I just wonder how many people there's got to be some people who've done it. I don't, I mean, like teenagers or something who've just taken like the old AirPods and cut and cords kept, yeah. and then like yeah. made it look like they have AirPods, <laughs> which obviously wouldn't work at all. So they've just got them in there. It's like Merlin holding his wallet up to his ear. <laughs> Pretty much exactly. <laughs> Except harder to tell. Right, at least if you see Merlin holding his wallet up to his ear, if you really look at it, you're going to see that that's a that's a wallet.
1: <laughs> Whereas, well, you could really look. I mean, I think if you really look, you'd notice. I mean, you'd have to get really close, but you'd have to get really uncomfortably close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, sorry, I just
1: want, wanted on, to see. I'm him. on the phone. I'm on the phone. No,
0: you're but, not. But you, could you imagine going up to somebody really close to their ear, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And then you had to tell them, <laughs> "I just wanted to see if you really had AirPods, or if you just cut the cords off an old pair of." uh
1: Well, so the new ones it'll be easier to tell. Yeah, they do look a little different because they won't like they don't look anything. I mean, you know, they look quite a bit not like the uh yeah. the earpods. Yeah. Uh, do you you have AirPods? Oh yeah. I saw yeah, it. I have two. I still have my original ones and I have the second generation. One
0: of the things that blew me away today was uh, Dan Morin, uh, a mutual yeah. friend, co host of uh, what? How many podcasts do you do with Dan?
1: I do two. That's a lot. The Rebound man. and Biff.
0: Biff is the one you guys talk about, superheroes. Yes. Is, that, is Guy English on that?
1: The Guy English mm-hmm. is on, yes. Yeah. Uh, I miss Guy English. You just saw Guy English. I didn't. He was, <laughs> that is true. He was. He, was, he,
0: was, he did come and go, go out to dinner with me and my wife about a week and a half ago. <laughs> we, had a, we had a delightful time. Took him to you've Hop Sing. you seen him
1: more recently. I mean, I talked to him every week, yeah. but you've seen him more recently than I have.
0: Yeah, I took him to Hop Sing. Uh, he had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, where? What the hell? Now, Now I've lost the thread. We um, no, oh,
1: but you're going to talk about Dan's weird ears. Oh yeah.
0: Well, yeah, so Dan had been uh, he wrote today that he uh, was really looking forward to the uh, the three sizes of little rubber tips. Yeah. Uh because he uh, heretofore had still not purchased AirPods,
1: which I found very, yeah. you know, but you it, you it's
0: it's because he has unusual ears or something <laughs> like that.
1: Well, so this so this is the thing about AirPods is that there's half the world thinks the other half's ears are weird and the yeah. other half thinks that half's ears are weird because they either they either fit you or, or they don't fit you. Yeah. And um, they fit me great and earbuds have always fit me really well. Yeah. And Same here. I've always I've always liked ear pods f- fine, you know, yeah. as far as wired headphones go. And I'm not like super audio quality concerned. <laughs> yeah. I'm only mildly audio quality concerned. And when I got AirPods, it was like, this is perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they don't, they don't work for him because he's, his ears are different. And there's a lot of people like that.
0: Yeah. I know uh, Marco Arment has never really uh, been happy with any kind. Yeah. Of...
1: It's just, it has to do. It's just, you know, the just shape shaped. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I
0: remember when they, when they debuted AirPods, I believe it was in the Johnny Ive narrated video that he talked about the fact that they spent uh, some gazillion dollars, you know, 3d modeling the inner shape of Thousands of people's ears of multiple, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, not dance, uh, women, men, and children, and young people, and old people, and you know, also as many ears as they could scan. They scanned them and tried to find a shape that was, uh, would fit as many of them comfortably as possible. And I remember then getting them and then looking at them and looking at the old wire ones right next to them. And re I mean, you get really, really close to them. I I couldn't see a damn bit of difference in the shape of the thing that goes in your (laughs) ear, but I know of several people. I I I can't name them off the top of my head. So call fake news if you want, but I, I maybe Jowkit. I forget Daniel Jowkit, friend of the show. Um, uh, it could be somebody else, but I know a couple of people who, who claim that the old wired ones never fit them right, would always be falling yeah. out and right. that they therefore were terrified to buy AirPods because they assumed they would fall out as well. And when, they, when, you know, obviously AirPods falling out are a more expensive and b they're wireless, you know, they could uh, you go know. anywhere. Right. Whereas a uh, wired one falling out well, it's still just dangling connected to the, to the cord. Yeah. Um, but who then tried AirPods, like at an Apple store or something, and lo and behold, they actually fit. So there is some difference. I don't know. It's like somehow yeah. because it's just a lot of white people have plastic. speculated.
1: It's just it is just the cord,
0: right? But I don't right. That that the cord actually weighs down the thing yeah. in your ear and pulls it out. But they right. claimed. I do remember Apple claiming that they 3D modeled it on some kind of you know to some kind of way yeah. to find a shape that fit as many ears as possible. But even so, that doesn't fit all ears.
1: Yeah, Uh, My concern is that Apple will now switch to this design, which I don't like, because I never like the ones that are like plugs in your ears. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've had a number of those and they've never worked well for me. And even when I get noise canceling ones, I have to get the over the ear style because I can't deal with those. uh, I had a, so I, so I, you know, much, much as they have gone to large phones against my wishes, I (laughs) have a slight concern that they're going to go to earplug type AirPods I, for- instead I of-
0: forget <laughs> if they're noise-canceling or not, or if it's just the fact that they plug your ear. But I think they were noise-canceling. I had a pair of Shure in-ear Yeah, phones. I had those. And I, maybe you got I them think when they I... Were
1: no- I think they were noise-canceling.
0: I think they were, too. And it, I got them in the goodie bag for being a speaker at Macworld yeah. Expo.
1: I think that's where I got them, too. <laughs> and... It, I they forget. were in the little like round case. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they
0: were black. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I so think we got they were this. gray, but anyway, well, we close Yeah. Well, I don't know, dark yeah. enough, whatever. Uh, it, and I remember getting them, and it, there was all sorts of stuff in that goodie bag. It was, it was really quite a racket. I mean, that was really, yeah. I mean, that like, was, you,
1: <laughs> that was the time. That was a, the brief, the brief moment in time that I, <laughs> I, I caught that wave. <laughs> And then and then it went away.
0: I mean, a that shows how long ago it was because Macworld Expo feels like feels like I was a kid when I went to Macworld Expo. (laughs) You were, Um, but I went there. I did a a couple of times. I spoke. I remember the one time I did. It was a really good talk. It was like, and it was going to become like an annual tradition. It was like Gruber's list. It was like my top ten issues surrounding Apple. I mean, and and specifically, I I think number two. I didn't want to make it number one, but it was like because it just seemed too. I didn't know how to fit it in. So I think I put it at, like, number two or number three was, like, Steve Jobs' health, you know, that he's singularly mm-hmm. important to the company. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, Just so that, you know, that just tells you how how long ago it was that it was It was not just when Steve Jobs was around, but when it was still sort of a, well, what if something happened to Steve Jobs? Um, but anyway, the goodie bag included all this other, I don't know, who knows how much other stuff, but they, they had these sure ear. ear Pods, earbuds, whatever you want to call them, they're noise canceling, and uh, I like was like I'm not gonna like those. I hate the th- anything that goes in my ear, but I guess I'll try them. And I like Googled. I was like, I wonder how much these are. I bet they're like eighty or ninety bucks. And I like Googled them, and they were like three hundred dollars or something. I was like, holy hell! This is... like I better double check before I throw any of this stuff out. This is amazing. They were like three hundred dollar headphones, uh, and I wound up loving them. I I they I never liked things that go in my ear that like that and that sealed up, but these Shures really did.
1: Um, yeah, I tried those for a while, and they didn't work well enough for me. Um, so I that, gave them to Karen,
0: and she enjoyed them, but I didn't that, work for me. That was one of the ones, and I referenced it today, where the, I've had other... That was one of the ones I've had, but i had few others in the years since where there were earbuds that had multiple options for the rubber part that would go in your ear. And mm-hmm. with the Shure ones... I was like, oh. And the shore ones weren't just three sizes. They were like... like You had like... Yeah, there's
1: like six of them or something. And, and they, they had their oh, own different, case. Different types of material.
0: Yeah, different types of material, yeah. very different shapes. They even had... It was like... It, it, there was a case for the headphones, and there was like a case for the extra uh, nubbins, or whatever you call them. Yeah. Right. Uh, I just put the ones... I was like, well, I don't even know where to start. This seems like a lot of work, and this is the sort of thing that's going to drive me nuts. This is, this is This is where... I'm not going to say I'm OCD, but this is where I'm on the spectrum of OCD is. It's like indecisiveness, right? Like I'm going to – it's going to torment me for the rest of my life that I maybe picked the wrong ones. But I put just put the default ones in my ear. I was like, huh, these sound – these are A, more comfortable than I thought. And then I was like, these are really comfortable. And I kind of liked them. And so I never even tried the other ones because I was like I was afraid to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but i wound up i used those as my airplane headphones for years and years and years and really always enjoyed them um uh, and i forget why i gave, I guess i gave them up i, I gave them up to get what to go wireless a couple years ago because um it's a little known fact but uh people a lot of people most people didn't notice but the the iphone uh <laughs> got rid of the headphone jack are you sure i think i I would have read about that i am absolutely i you well you would have thought it would have been a bigger deal but uh, i would
1: i would have thought that would have been on the verge
0: (laughs) (laughs) you'd think it would be they're very very consumer focused you think
1: he's a very smart guy he doesn't miss much i would think that he would have written about it
0: well as far as i know he he never commented so i switched (laughs) i switched to wireless ones years ago and i got a pair of the Bose uh over the ear ones uh anyways i'm curious how these airpods are going to work i i'm i'm oh. not as skeptical as i would have been if i hadn't had that very positive experience with the shores for for yeah. years and years that i maybe yeah. i will like these i don't know
1: well I, and i think what's interesting about where well, you talked about the nubbins so supposedly the these will use sound to figure out if you're wearing the right
0: yeah that's what dan linked nubbins. yeah <laughs> it's so there's some kind of way in software i, I I don't know where this is. I guess it's in, it's probably one of those things. I'm sure that'll be iOS only and won't make it to the Mac. Uh But there, I guess in settings somewhere, there'll be some kind yeah. of way that you can, uh, it's unclear i guess i'll find out tomorrow when i go up for this uh media briefing like okay yeah. so there's a test but how do you get to it is it in the
1: settings app do you just ear to... ear tip fit test ear Dan tip
0: says. yeah ear tip fit test that sounds like one of those things that you say right. like a tongue twister to get ready to mm-hmm. go on a podcast ear yeah. tip fit it's test. it's pluralized
1: ears tip fit ears t-
0: test. <laughs> God. Goddamn plurals <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this would all be so much easier if if we as a species only had one ear. <laughs> right in the front of our head. Yeah, right in the forehead, right? That's a, obvi- the obvious. It would verse. have to be. Right. <laughs> you, uh, well, Yeah, because yeah, everything else is taken, right? We only have yeah. one mouth, right? <laughs> you know...
1: Well, maybe we would have two mouths if we only had one ear.
0: Yeah, there's probably a planet somewhere where everybody has all the species, all the their equivalent of <laughs> mammals. Everybody has two mouths, you know. Because what happens? What happens if if you know you you get a toothache into one mouth? Well, you have yeah. your other mouth yeah. to, to keep going.
1: Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek always went like crazy. I always thought they were going. They were really going out all out on designing an alien when they would put like nostrils someplace other than where a human nostril <laughs> would be. it's like right. all the aliens were just people with bumpy <laughs> foreheads right right but then occasionally they'd put like nostrils like you know in between the eyebrows or something. yeah yeah
0: no totally yeah or up on the forehead like yeah. what, if,
1: what if instead of making
0: a ridged forehead <laughs> we put a nose it up would there be
1: another be another mouth or an ear up there yeah yeah <laughs> uh they, they never call me
0: i are you looking forward to the picard I'm full of ideas what looking forward to what the picard oh, i i am um uh, oh man talk about uh, a digression know, how Jesus can i not Christ. here's the next hour yes. of this show all right hold that thought <laughs> let me tell you about our next sponsor it's our good friends it's another classic we're, we're going we're going deep in the classic sponsors of the talk show fracture look wow. everybody takes and shares photos online but very few of those photos end up printed, and even fewer end up on display. You can focus on the moments that mean the most in your life by turning your favorite digital memories into a meaningful photo decor. Fracture prints are made by printing directly on glass. So they don't. you send them your photo, you sign up. They don't print them on paper and then glue the paper to a piece of glass or something like that. They literally have some kind of... Moonman technology that prints full color, very vivid, totally solid. It's not like, you know, like stained glass where you can see through it. Solid print right on the piece of glass. It looks amazing. It looks fantastic. It looks better than any printed on paper behind a piece of glass print that I've ever seen. Super high quality. It makes it look like it's right on the surface. And they ship them in a way that the entire piece of glass, edge to edge, corner to corner, you don't need to put it in a frame. It doesn't have a frame. It's just a piece of glass that you can hang on the wall, and everything you need to hang it comes in the box package that ships to you from Fracture, right there. So if you want to hang it on a wall or put it on your mantle, prop it up on your desk or something like that, everything you need to do like that is all in the box. It's all included. And you just get this amazing edge-to-edge display with no border, no frame. All you see is the photograph. It is a fantastic effect. It goes with any decor. People notice it when you have Fracture prints hanging in your house. People who don't listen to my podcast and haven't heard about Fracture before, they will comment. They'll come up and they'll say, what is that? How did you, how did you make that picture? And then they think, maybe because you're a clever computer person who listens to shows like this, they might think that you know some kind of trick that they can't do. Turns out all you did is go to Fracture and send them pictures right from your phone. Anybody could do it. It's super easy. Uh, they're a green company operating a carbon-neutral factory right down in Florida, Gainesville, Florida. You can go to fracture.me. That's their website. You get a special discount on your first order. And don't forget to pick the name of this show, The Talk Show, in their one-question survey after checkout where they ask, where'd you hear a fracture? Just tell them you heard about it on the talk show. Fantastic gift idea, by the way. It's late October. I'm not going to tell you to put up your Christmas decorations. Halloween hasn't even happened yet, technically. Uh, but it's getting close. Fantastic. It's the greatest gift idea. Find, think of every single person in your family who would like to see pictures of you or your kids or your pets or even just trips that you've took together or something like that. Anybody who could, you could give a picture to. Send them a fracture for the holidays. It's the easiest thing in the world. And it's my favorite thing about sending fractures as a gift idea is as long as you keep taking more pictures next year, you can do it again and again. You could be the guy or the gal who that's your thing. Every Christmas is you give, you know, your parents or your grandparents or whoever it is, you give them a picture every year, something like that. You can just do it over and over again and people won't get tired of it. Fantastic gift idea. Go ahead and do it now. Get it out of the way because they get into December and they get backlogged behind Christmas and the other holidays. Uh, so don't forget to, don't forget to go to fracture.me me and don't forget to tell them you came from the talk show. I love that company. I could talk about it. Yeah,
1: they, and they have great, uh, very friendly customer support. Um, they really do. They're very yeah. friendly people. And yeah, cause I, 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 I wanted to make sure, um, that they could do a black and white. Part. Ah. Um, and, um, so I contacted them and, you know, and she, she did not call me dummy, but she could have easily. <laughs> Because it was right there on the website. (laughs) But she pointed me to like the section where they had examples of black and white. (laughs) It's not the most ridiculous question, but you, it it generally is, it generally, it's sort of
0: like, if you buy a color television, can you watch a black and white movie? It's it's
1: black and white are two of the colors in the spectrum. (laughs) See, now you're saying dummy. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I am.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Uh, so what were we talking about? We were going to go off on a, a terrific aside there. Uh, Picard? We really oh yeah, <laughs> Picard. About, you want to talk Picard. about Picard?
1: Well, you know, you know who the show should runners. we talk about? We should maybe talk about the reviews for Apple TV Plus.
0: Oh yeah. Well, let's save that. let's file okay. those away for the the third segment of the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's stick to AirPods for now. Uh, okay. AirPods Pro, uh, one color. You can get get them whatever color you want. White. Rumored to have come in black and midnight green, just like the other phones, didn't come in. Why do you think they don't make colored iPods? My theory, as I espoused on my website earlier today, is is that it, they sort of see them as a branding thing. That there's yeah. sort of an iconic look that dates right. back to the ad campaign for iPods that lasted for years. Years and years yeah. and years. Those silhouette of people listening to music and dancing um, it was a very long-running ad campaign, and I feel like today's AirPods still sort of carry on that, like, you see people walking down the street wearing white things sticking out of their ears, and you just know they're AirPods, and that would yeah. be diluted. Even if they just added one more color, like black, it would dilute that to some degree.
1: Yeah, even even though other companies make—I mean, and for years have made white right. wired headphones, and n- other companies now make white Air, you know knock yeah. off airpods basically right um it reminds you of apple yeah even if you're seeing someone who's not actually wearing their headphones
0: yeah and for some reason nobody's really come out with airpods that really look like airpods you know like where it's you know like the google ones or look like uh no name brand yeah yeah no name brand has really come out with anything that really follows that that, that rod sticking out of a thing pointing down design. There's, you know, all sorts of different designs that people have come out with for their wireless earbuds, but nobody's really copied that yet. Whether they did it out of, you know, deference, like pride, like we're not going to copy this iconic design, or whether there's some kind of technical reason that Apple has, you know, an ability to make them like that and, and put the battery in that little rod that others technically haven't been able to copy, I don't know, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I would think the battery technology would be hard to, you know, for, for us, for a regular company to duplicate anyway, uh, you know, I mean, maybe the most, the major companies could probably do it. Yeah. But. And it, maybe
0: it's just too shameless. I don't know. You know, like if yeah. Samsung Galaxy Note 11 came out with, it's never bothered
1: them before. i That's what I think. I was like, I, I'm just kind of
0: Samsung is this whole my whole segment here. I've been thinking about Samsung. Why hasn't Samsung made something that looks as much like AirPods as they possibly can? I don't know, but I it kind of sucks if you think about it that way, though. In a way, because it's sort of like it. They're not always they're not white and only white for our benefit. It's sort of for Apple's benefit as a branding yeah right like so for the people who you know wish that they made black ones uh you know sort of sucks
1: and i assume i mean we think that there will be ar glasses coming sometime and i would assume that because that is something that is more front and center on the face that it would assuming that these things are real right that they would be more fashion well look at what they've done with the watch and and you'd be able yeah i mean but but still yeah but still i'm trying to figure i'm trying to think of how they would look so that you can still make them your own statement and then it would also say hey these are from apple it's a fact i can't you know and that's a product
0: that we know is in the works um but so far has no leaks of hardware mm-hmm. Uh So I, yeah, I, I'm been thinking about that too. Cause I know, and I know there was a rumor, uh, I think it was Ming Chi Kuo. Uh, All the rumors are Ming Chi Kuo really. Well, all the good ones. Oh yeah. All the ones from the supply chain, but he, you know, he's, he came out a couple of weeks ago, a week or two ago and said, yeah, the glasses or goggles or whatever the hell they are are coming out. He has no idea, no idea what they look like. And I find stuff like that fascinating that, you know, he he's confident enough in his source uh, uh, that he's, you know, willing to put his reputation on the line by saying definitively that Apple's currently not planning to come out with them in 2020. Um, but has no idea really what they look like or what they do. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, but I've been thinking about that. Like, and I, you know, this is a good aside really, because it's like, there's different ways to do glasses.
1: Like the, the biggest yeah, that's it. There's a vast variety of glasses.
0: Well, and the biggest thing would be is this something you're supposed to wear all day. Like what which is what the idea behind Google Glass was that these this is something you would wake up in the morning and put on and then you would mm-hmm. walk around all day with these things on and you yeah. you would
1: go to (laughs) dinner so you mean from like a functional standpoint right from a functional standpoint as opposed to like i'm talking about style
0: or is it is it more like airpods where it is a thing that you would wear temporarily you know like you don't to do something i'm sure that uh, i'm sure that there's some kids who wear their airpods all day but
1: (laughs) i think there are people yeah i mean i you know we went out to lunch on Sunday and um, for dim sum, and there were I saw several people wearing earpods <laughs> at the restaurant while they like were one, dining, just like one in their one in yeah. their ear.
0: Yeah, so I you know. But it, but that's my thought is maybe that these don't think of it as Google Glass, think of it as something more like AirPods for your eyes, and that you'd put them on. Maybe you're going for a walk or a run or something, and you'd put them on while you're going, and then you could see your text messages or something floating in front of you. But you wouldn't wear them all day, and they wouldn't be a replacement for prescription glasses. I, I don't know. It's just yeah. you know, there's a lot. It, it's just very common. The watch was a little bit like this, but the. The idea of Apple branded glasses has way more questions like that. Like, but if they're not a replacement for prescription glasses, how does somebody who needs glasses wear them? Right? They kind of have to be. Right? right? Like, they kind of right. have to be something that you could buy and then and then how is that going to work? Like, you go to Apple dot com to pre order them and then what? You have to take them to your uh, your optician to to get lenses put in. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's just a lot of questions. Everybody's just like, oh, yeah, uh, Apple's all in on AR and they're going to come out with glasses. But it's like there's a lot of big fundamental questions surrounding a product like that, I, I, that I don't know how they square that circle. And and the fashion angle is one, too, where it's like, OK, so now everybody, half the people in North America that I know all wear the same watch. Um, But right from the get go, I mean, if anything – they had they might have had more variety of watch bands at the original apple watch than they do now uh or at least as many i mean they oh yeah uh, very very consciously even right from the beginning day one uh they were like we have a zillion different watch straps to choose from of different styles and materials you know rubber and leather and metal bracelets and Milanese, and now they've got the the velcro ones um And all sorts of different colors and they change them up every six months uh so that's a big part of how they pulled this off like i and i really firmly believe that if there were only like white you know like a a space gray watch with a black band and a regular aluminum one with a white band and that's it i don't think the apple watch would have taken off I, i literally think that the the configurability the ease of and and how easy it is it's a yeah. genius physical mechanism that they invented. yeah i
1: think it's i think it's crazy that we dealt with the those fiddly little prongs <laughs> on watches prior to the invention of the apple watch we dealt with those things for forever you know, 100 years right
0: it's like the, the easiest to change watch strap i've ever seen and i'm you know a bit of a watch nerd is nowhere near as easy to change as the apple watch one yeah uh and I've done it, you know, because I have, a, you know, a couple of uh, mechanical watches, and I've changed the straps on them, and it's terrifying. <laughs> they it' shoot across the room. Right. And there's a little – they're literally called spring bars, and they do shoot across the room. <laughs> and it's so like you'll never find it again. Yeah. Uh, but you could scratch it, you know, you have to use a tool that you, if it's, you know, most watches are made of material, even like stainless steel that could be easily scratched, you know, you don't want to do it, but you feel like an income poop taking it into, you know, somebody else, you know, like a, yeah, like I wouldn't open the case of a watch if it, you know, was a battery open battery, uh, uh, you know, like a quartz watch with a replaceable battery. Um, if it was waterproof, I wouldn't trust myself to do it. I'd So back, I haven't had a watch with a replaceable quartz battery in a very long time but when i did i always took it to a a jeweler because yeah, i live here in a city where there's tons of tons of professional jewelers where you can take a watch um but to change a strap i wouldn't do that i feel like an income poop but i trust so i do it myself but it's a pain in the butt anyway that's a huge part of the apple watch success i don't see how that quite translates to glasses right like that everybody has the same sort of front-facing frames, but yeah. you, you get to pick the the side pieces that go
1: over your ear. You know, no that idea, does, it, right? That doesn't seem right either, right? Yeah, because that's the most. The front part is the most important part,
0: right? And so I don't see it. I, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's all about, but it, when I think about it as something you would wear all day, it just seems less and less likely because I just don't see how they would make glasses that everyone would want to wear without looking mm-hmm. like you've joined. Some kind of sports team, you know, like. <laughs> welcome to the team. Everybody wears the same glasses, you know. <laughs> it just seems very, very strange. I don't know. I can't wait to see how yeah. they do it. Uh, but then, you know, compare and contrast the variety of watch straps that Apple alone offers, let alone the fact that third parties are easily able to get the, uh, you know, to to make their own watch straps for the Apple Watch uh with airpods which are white and only yeah. white there you go
1: that was the but that was funny because i switched sizes when i got the apple watch 5 the series 5 and needed to get all new bands but i don't ah. think i ever would have done that in the past like when i got a new watch i would just wear the band that it came with for hmm. you know <laughs> 15 years or whatever until yeah, it fell yeah, apart yeah. Yeah. until it fell apart and then i go grudgingly go to the mall and buy a new band right um but because sh you know i can change the bands so easily i was like oh i got to get i got to get new bands so i got you know i got the one that it came with and then i got two other bands to go with it
0: yeah so you dropped down in size you went to yeah. the uh, yeah. to the 40 millimeter. Yeah. yeah i stuck with the with the big boy watch yeah, yeah. but it's well,
1: close per- i mean this is perfect for me and in, and yeah i didn't I, want to go bigger definitely yeah i'm curious i would be curious to know how the size the the um uh, uh,
0: the sales breakdown on that because you figure most women are going to buy the 40 millimeter. Yeah. Um, because their wrists are, you know, smaller. Uh, and you know, they've conspicuously, another thing that's never changed with Apple watches, they've never labeled them as men's and women's. It's always just been two sizes and, Mm -hmm. you know, then both, you know, can be dressed up in very different ways depending simply on the strap. Um, uh, there has to be more people. It has to be, uh, since they increased the size with Series Four. It has to be more more people buying a forty than ever before. Because I would think so. Because there's an yeah. I know an awful lot of men just just on the podcast I listen to who've switched to the forty millimeter. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I would think that they would they could find room for uh, you know another thirty thirty six. You know. Mm. Yeah, I would think so too.
0: Yeah, but maybe you know they, it's already there's already enough SKUs. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what else on the AirPods? So we've got the the nubbins, we've got the nubbin test, the ears fit. Wow, Jesus, what is it? The ears fit something? <laughs> ear tip fit test. Ears ears tip. No, you forgot the plural, John. <laughs> I made that part up. I guess they could have been ear tips fit test, though. I, again, somebody <laughs> at Apple probably really put some thought into that, but looking forward to see how that works. It sounds to me like that fit test is a lot like a very an ear canal sized version of what home pods do yeah, in right, a room. The room test yeah right where yeah. they it's like it's it plays sound and then there's a microphone pointing into your ear so in addition to the microphone that picks up outside noise for the noise cancellation and you know so you can make phone calls and talk to your ear pods they now have a microphone the new ones have a microphone inside that points into your ear so that they can Dynamically adjust to sound better, which mm-hmm. really uh, is kind of amazing. There's yeah, it's
1: an interesting
0: feature. You know, it, it, I, I, I f- sort of feel like it's my job mostly to complain about Apple. That's you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. But, and, and I do feel like, in a large sense, that they've, you know, there's, it, we could, I could do hours and hours and hours talking about it. And in fact, have, if you listen to the back episodes of this show, you read my website, but that the trend, in my opinion, has moved too much across all of Apple's products, but like, especially with the Mac in particular, towards uh, encapsulating too much. And it's like, well, we'll just make this simpler, but it's like they've made it too simple. And now there's no way to do power user things. Um, But sometimes encapsulating the whole thing is exactly the right thing to do. Like the way that to get HomePods to do their fancy, uh, adjust their acoustic output based on the acoustics of the room that they're in and readjust as soon as the accelerometer in the device can tell that it's being picked up and moved and then oh I, i've been moved so i need to recalibrate but doesn't go into a test mode where it plays weird sounds it just plays whatever you told it yeah. to play and initially just sort of listens and to see how it it itself sounds and adjust dynamically and you don't have to do anything. There's no buttons, there's nothing to do, there is no mode to enter. You don't have to enter a mode, it just does it automatically. That to me is Apple at its best. That's something yeah. that, that encapsulating all the complexity and just don't worry about it, just put it in your ear and we'll adjust. We're using a little yeah. hidden I'll microphone. I'd be interested
1: to see if it can I mean it I'd be interested to see if it can recommend which ones. I think that would be pretty wild. Like I like, would think it would be able to say, nah, these are not quite right. But yeah. if it could say, try this one, <laughs> I wonder if part of this, you know, so they apparently snap on
0: and snap off. I wonder if there's something physical, it wouldn't be electronic, but it's maybe some kind of way that it knows which size is on. Like, yeah. like, would right. your, would your AirPods Pro know that you have the medium tips in mm-hmm. and then say, Hey, why don't you try the larger ones? And you're like, I, I don't know where they are. <laughs> I lost them when I opened the box. I wonder how much replacement tips are going to cost. <laughs>
1: $150.
0: Oh, there's a just the tip joke. Just the tips joke in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Apple store. What would you like? Just, just the tips. Just the, tip.
0: just the tips. Uh, I, what do you? Th- why do you think that they didn't announce these at the event last month?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you speculated because they weren't quite ready, right? And that maybe they're gun shy because of the air power. Because of the air power, yeah.
0: You know, although so
1: it, I mean, air power was well, wasn't really close, right? It couldn't have been.
0: But they, but I, th- I, I
1: seemed could've... like a different situation. I mean, these things were very close to shipping. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, you know, they're here. We are. I think it's about seven weeks later, eight at the most, right? It's. it's seven or eight weeks later and here they are and you can pre-order them and they're going to start shipping in two days so at that closeness it seems to me that they that that's within the realm of being 99.8 percent certain
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna guess it's because they didn't want to affect sales of existing airpods okay so a couple people on Twitter point suggested that to me as well but the yeah
0: that that I would buy if these were replacements for airpods as we know them, if these are the new airpods for one hundred and sixty dollars, and now when you buy airpods, this is what you get, but they're two hundred and fifty dollars, not one hundred and sixty dollars, yeah and so it, it I, and I, you know I, I still know, think
1: it could change people 's buying though I mean you know particularly if you're the, i mean these apple seems I guess exists apple Who seems to buy buy an, buy a Christmas present now, <laughs> right. Apple
0: seems patient enough to me though that that if these are going to affect and and presumably they are going to affect sales of the other airpods that there will clearly be some number n people who would have bought regular airpods if they were still the only airpods but who will instead buy airpods pro because they want the noise cancellation or whatever you know whatever else mm-hmm. um It seems to me that however big that number is of people who would have bought them in between September the 10th or whatever day that event was and today, that Apple is a patient enough company to say, okay, we'll let you wait. You know, that's fine with us because you're going to be spending
1: 90 more dollars. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know about that. Maybe. I I don't know. It seems. I mean, in general, I would say that they tend to try to announce things within like a week or so of things being available. available. Yeah, yeah. Except and, for and there are there, and, and it doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't matter when it's a new category, right? Because the only other, the only, you know, you're only stealing sales from other companies, so right. that's fine.
0: So yeah, so maybe in theory they were really hoping that they would be ready to ship by the end of September, and they could have announced them on stage, but because they weren't, now they they just don't want to get it. They just don't want to do that. Yeah, and they you know like and were like the iPhone ten shipped before the iPhone eight. Is that the way it worked? But then the next year the the 10r shipped later than the, no i, I guess wonder if they,
1: i wonder if they have people who come in and buy both at the same time
0: both the airpods and the airpod pro Air no AirPods by
1: pro? Uh, by an iphone and airpods oh yeah maybe and and then and they thought well ah. then, you know if like you're the kind of person who wants airpods pro you're going to delay your iphone purchase until they come out and they didn't want to they didn't want to set back the
0: initial quarter sales of the new iPhones of the new iPhone. Ooh, I like that theory, John. I like that. You can have that. That's for you. (laughs) I like that theory a lot. All right. Now I remember it's just so nobody sends in a correction. Uh, With the original iPhone 10, the 10 shipped later than the iPhone eight. And I almost suspect, I almost suspect that they wanted it that way because Mm -hmm. if they shipped the 10 and the eight at the same time, all of the reviews would have been entirely about the ten, and the right. eight would have not gotten any attention. So they shipped the eight first, so that it would it would get reviewed as fairly as possible. And even so, most of the reviews I remember noting at the time they still all mentioned the iPhone ten, which was then coming later, and then the iPhone ten shipped. Then the next year, the ten S and the ten S Max shipped first. And the 10R shipped later, and that might have been a delay. That might not have been on purpose or strategic to, you know, to stagger the reviews. But uh, maybe it was because the, you know, uh, in my opinion, and most other people who reviewed them's opinion, the the 10s or the 10R was so good that that for an awful lot of people, it was it was the right phone for them, even not even looking at the price. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, kind of wanted to get as many of the thousand dollar phone sales as they could. But anyway, they've so they've done that in the, in with other things other than air power, where they held the event, and one of the big announcements wasn't coming until weeks into October. Um, I don't know. It's very yeah. very strange. Well, not very strange, but it's there's, it's curious.
1: Yeah, there's not obviously there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of thought that goes on, <laughs> and it's tough to. <laughs> Armchair quarterback, all that. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the AirPods Pro?
0: I don't think so. Yeah, you're going to upgrade or no? You're going to stick with what you know.
1: I, like I said, I don't like the I don't like the plugs, yeah. the earplug thing. So I'm I'm good. I
0: wonder how they're going to do the 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 things in the store. I don't know what what did they do now. Like I know,
1: I don't know. I wondered that too because you know, like if you wanted to come in and try them on, they they can't <laughs> they can't reuse them and they can't burn one yeah. every time somebody wants to try it on.
0: I still remember it very vividly being just I, like I blown away by by what they were doing, but then realizing, well, they kind of have to do that. Was that at the when they introduced the original AirPods? I don't know what was that three years ago? Um, uh, yeah, at in the hands-on area for the press after the event, they they would they come out with a tray of them. It was like, like being at a cocktail party. I, honest to God, like uh, somebody would come out with a tray of AirPods at, like hors d'oeuvres, you know, and, and you'd you you couldn't just pick them up and and yourself because you know then you'd walk off with them. Um, but you, you would find a helpful Apple person and they would say, Would you like to try AirPods and you'd say yes and then they would have this tray and then they would pick a pair and let you try them and then I guess they were already paired with like their you know like a demo iPhone, and they'd play a couple of songs, and ask you what you think, and then you could like double tap to try all the stuff, and then you would say, oh that's that's interesting, and then you'd hand them back to them, and then they would put them on another tray of this already used AirPods, and there was a nonstop shuffle of Apple Apple employees bringing out fresh trays and taking away the tr- tried.
1: They were, just, they were just going in the back and
0: turning around and coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the joke. Everybody was joking about that. That dude, They're just walking behind that door and then just turning around. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I wonder what they do in the stores. I, I don't know. I actually don't know the answer yeah. to this question. I guess I would
1: I'm, think that I, yeah, but you can't like dummy ones don't really help because yeah. you can't hear anything. Right. Right. You I you guess could you can feel the fit, right. but it doesn't that's not enough.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Maybe with these they can just do the tips and they'll just go through thousands and thousands of tips a day.
1: I don't know. Uh, really. I guess Yeah, I guess that's true. That would be cheaper for sure.
0: I I don't, I don't know. We'll find out. I'll file that away for future follow-up. All right, let me take another break here. Thank our third and final sponsor of the show. It's our good friends at Casper. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves. They make mattresses, they make other, they make pillows, they make other kinds of stuff. They're, they're just dedicated to anything you do while sleeping. Look, you spend one-third of your life sleeping. I spend more than a third. I spend around nine or ten hours a night sleeping. Uh, so you should be comfortable. I believe this firmly. I think good sleep is the key to good health. I really do. I think it's the key to happiness. I, I, it's one of my favorite things to do in the whole world. I've always said this. I just love to sleep. Love it. Uh, The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a better sleep surface for you that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. They've got multiple models now for mattresses. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with just the right amount of both sink and bounce. They've got the Wave, which features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. That's sort of like their... If they were Apple, they'd call it the Pro model. Uh, that's the like the deluxe model. But they've also got the Essential. That has a streamlined design at a lower price. Still a terrific, terrific mattress. And the newest one in their lineup is the Hybrid. And the Hybrid combines award award-winning, award-winning foam that they've used in their other mattresses with durable yet gentle springs, if that's the sort of thing you're into in a mattress, if you want something with traditional springs. Uh, and they also offer a wide array of other products, like I said, pillows, sheets, comforters, anything that would help with your sleep experience. Casper can sell it to you. And they really do. They don't, they're not just like sticking a Casper label on mattresses or sheets or something like that that are made by somebody else. They literally have a team of mattress engineers designing and developing and even assembling their products right here in the USA, Uh, they've got affordable prices because they cut out the middlemen. They sell directly to you. They design them. They make them. They sell them right to you. You can't try it before you buy over the internet, but they have hassle-free returns. A completely risk-free, 100-night, sleep-on-it trial. You get 100 nights over three months. Try it out. You don't like it? Go to the website. Say, I want to send it back. They'll come, pick it up, give you all your money back, no questions asked. That's how confident they are in their product. The Gruber household is... Just chock full of Casper mattresses. We love them. We really do. I sleep on one every single night. I love it. Uh, and you can save, here's their special offer you can save a hundred bucks towards select mattresses by visiting Casper.com slash talk show, just slash talk show at C A S P E R dot com and using that same code, talk show at checkout. So go to Casper.com slash talk show with special code talk show. Terms and conditions, both terms and conditions apply. What about the name AirPods Pro? I feel like that's sort of like, a, oh, you thought Pro maybe wasn't applicable to the iPhone? <laughs> Hold our beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little odd, isn't it? You want to argue about, about whether these yeah. are professional is noise cancellation? A pro feature, like maybe.
0: It's it's like I've been saying for a while. It's Apple parlance for higher end. Yeah, it, right. it really is. And, you know, and sometimes it does mean professional. The Mac Pro literally should not be purchased, or even the iMac Pro should not be purchased by anybody who doesn't really have a professional need for what it does above a non-pro Mac. Uh, Although I do wonder how many people have bought iMac Pros because they're space gray. (laughs) Like, I don't really need an (laughs) iMac Pro. I'm sure there
1: are some. But damn, that keyboard. (laughs) <laughs> looks- you can get the keyboard though, can't you? Yeah, I think I can you get- can yeah. now, but when they first yeah. came
0: out you couldn't. But it's still right. it's also a better looking iMac if you prefer yes. space grade to regular right. aluminum. Um those are really pro. MacBook Pros used to be really, really pro, but now,
1: you know <laughs> not for the last three years.
0: Yeah, not so much. They're just sort of like the regular MacBooks and it's the MacBook Air that's different because it's like thinner and lighter that the only way to get a 15 inch laptop from apple is to get a macbook pro so if you want a bigger display which is a very uh normal thing to desire <laughs> right bigger displays are better and if you're you know willing to trade the extra weight and size in your backpack or whatever you carry it around in uh for a bigger display your only option is a macbook pro mm-hmm. uh, with airpods it's just it, it. I I don't think there'll ever be a better example of Apple using the word "pro" to mean higher end or deluxe or yeah. premium or plus or yeah. whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, and they tried to. Well, the addition was just like <laughs> that was not that was not the same. But yeah, well, there was, was no functionality difference.
0: Well, they still have addition. They still call it like the titanium yeah. and the ceramic ones addition, right? Which is not a bad word. I I think the original. I I think it's very cleverly used, and I think now that the materials are like hundreds of dollars more expensive, as opposed to fifteen <laughs> to twenty thousand dollars more expensive, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it works pretty well. I've got the uh, the titanium one. I bought the yeah. uh, the titanium. One. Yeah, it's never... nice looking.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: I like it. Uh, I was going to talk to Rene about it last week because I know he got one too, but uh, I like it a lot. My my short review of the titanium. Series five Apple watch is that I like it a lot,
1: <laughs> and i i, I <laughs> can you lift your wrist
0: I didn't go to that event yeah uh it's heavier, it's heavier though, right no, because I had stainless steel before, oh okay, I always well, okay. had the uh, my
1: I, but I thought it was heavy oh, I thought it was heavier than the stainless though no no, it's right it's, okay. it's
0: almost exactly mathematically in between the weight of aluminum and stainless steel ones
1: oh so i got it I got it backwards then yeah okay yeah. okay,
0: yeah, titanium is lighter than steel um. Oh uh i wasn't at that event in september so i didn't see it and the first thing i was like "Ooh, how's that titanium look i texted to panzerino and he said it has a delorean look to it and <laughs> i cannot put it better than that it, it's like it's just off the cusp me badgering him while he was in the hands-on area after the event uh that's exactly what it looks like it has sort of an 80s yeah. brushed i mean it's funny because the delorean famously was made out of stainless steel um uh, and this is made out of titanium and the stain. they do have stainless steel watches but they're polished not brushed um yeah. anyway i like it a lot
1: i would like to get a silver one but i you know one that just looks silver but i don't feel like the aluminum silver looks good enough i think the black yeah. aluminum silver looks better and i'm, yeah. not, pay- I'm not paying <laughs> i'm not paying that much i mean because i'm gonna buy these probably every couple of years and i just yeah. don't- i'm not gonna pay <laughs> $800 every two years to to get a watch when I, you know, I used to pay $70 every two decades. Right. So now you're calling me a dummy,
0: <laughs> which
1: yeah. I, I have to admit. I,
0: I feel like that's, you know, I don't buy, I've, I've had three Apple watches. I've bought all of the odd numbered ones. That wasn't necessarily a strategic choice. Um, it's just that series three was the first one that I felt was a compelling upgrade over my original
1: yeah um, yeah well i got this i had the zero and then i got the three and then the five
0: well, yeah i guess i did have the zero well the one is weird because the one came out with the two you know so what yeah. we call the zero is what i had um then i skipped i skipped a generation then i bought a three then i skipped the four and i just bought a five
1: yeah that's what i'm doing yeah but, but um, cheaper miss <laughs> yeah. uh
0: what else so the uh the apple tv plus shows you were gonna say came out and the reviews oh, yeah
1: many of the reviews are not great uh, uh, for for set for half of the shows anyway so the uh, the ones that I saw mostly seem to think that for all mankind and Dickinson were pretty were pretty good yeah and then C and the morning show were not yeah um, although the AV the aV club was much more favorable to the morning show mm. and gave it a b plus hmm yeah, I saw the Hollywood
0: Reporter's review of The Morning Show, and they they seemed to indicate—it was a very interesting review. I haven't linked to it yet, but it was an interesting way to do a review where they talked about that if you know what to look for in a TV show, you can see the seams. And it's you know maybe a spot where the lighting is different because it was a shot—they had to pick up a shot— Mm -hmm. Uh, weeks later uh, we're we're missing a shot and they didn't get the lighting right or you pick up a shot but they call it ADR I forget what it stands for but like where a line of dialogue is sort of adjusted after the fact because they have to explain a plot point or something like that and they suggested that there's an awful lot of seams in the first two episodes of the morning show and Hmm. now is that seeing what they want to see because they're The Hollywood Reporter, and they know the backstory. The backstory is that the original showrunner of the show got forced out, and a new one was brought in, and it was already in production, and it led to a messy legal fight with the the I don't know what guild it is, but one of the you know whatever the the professional organization who mediates such disputes over credits, which is a huge deal in Hollywood, you know. Like I always say, like, once you know this, you'll see you, it's usually a sign of a movie that is not going to be good is if the screenwriting credit has <laughs> five names and and some yeah, of them, it's
1: been passed around. right? Well,
0: and some of them, the thing to look for is some of the names are separated by the word and and some of them are separated by ampersands. In the same title card. It's not a mistake. It actually, in the Writers Guild of America, there is a... Di- I don't even know what it is. I, I forget the difference. Like, I think the ampersand is for like two people who work
1: together. Work together and the and, an and, yeah, and, like and. And these other guys came in later. And
0: threw out their <laughs> script <laughs> and rewrote it. Or they threw out p- large enough portions that they got to put their name in. I'm pretty sure ampersand ties you together and and is... A separation of teams and the, the sign of a dispute of some sort. Um, but I could be getting it backwards. It doesn't matter. But once you know that, yeah. when you see an opening of a movie and there's a, a written by, right. or a screenplay by, with four <laughs> names, some ampersand, some hands. Just ant, get up
1: and walk out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be messy. But anyway, there seemed like there was a lot that, according to them, there's a lot of that with the first two episodes of The Morning Show, where it seems okay. uneven and it, it unsure of what what the vibe it's going for is. So Anyway, I'm looking forward to that show anyway. But uh, that
1: one I'm not I'm just not I was never interested in it. it's not the kind of thing that I generally watch I'm, I'm you know from the beginning I was interested in for all mankind and, and then I wasn't super impressed by the first trailer but then this later one I really liked and for some reason I didn't I mean I, I for some reason I found Dickinson very interesting <laughs> and I don't know why I just thought it was weird looking yeah. and thought uh, yeah I'll try that too. The f- I mean, I'll try all of them, my but- wife is
0: my wife is not a fan of period pieces and the further further back in time something goes the more likely she is to reject it before we even begin watching it so i feel like <laughs> i feel like for all mankind is a definite maybe because the 60s aren't that long ago yeah whereas yeah. anything like like a sherlock holmes type thing like victorian forget yeah. it like she won't yeah. she's she just yeah. and she'd just she'll just purposely fall asleep
1: yeah. She'll just, I, <laughs> show, uh, I showed it to Karen and Karen is uh, big into sewing her own clothes and yeah. um, and looked at the outfits and was just like, and the music and mm-hmm. thought, geez, she was right there so she's, she's looking forward to yeah. that
0: Yeah. Uh, do we know, uh, do we even know yet, I, uh, like are they going to do a Netflix and show them all at once or are they going to spit
1: these yeah, out? That's one the, the... Yeah, they're dropped all at once huh. um, which some people said might have been a mistake but right. you don't know, I mean Hmm because i don't know that, i guess the idea that you could retool after people have seen a f- couple of right. episodes but <laughs> but most of these things are shot well enough in advance that yeah. it's not like it's not that easy to just go back like you know if you watch a season of television from you know that's a 20 episode run yes the tail end of that they haven't, they haven't shot, but they probably shot the first half. And right. I think most of these are like 10 episodes or something, right?
0: Yeah. I think 10 is sort of like the new standard yeah. season.
1: And so, so these are all, you know, these would have been shot even if it was, yeah. even if they were releasing every weekend between now and, right. you know,
0: January or whatever. Yeah. I'm curious to see how the sign up thing goes, you know, cause I have bought a new iPhone already. So I should be getting a free year, <laughs> yeah. but I was I'm
1: looking at that today. I was thinking I haven't bought any, bought anything. I should, maybe I should buy something. <laughs> uh yeah it'd be weird you know what they want me to think (laughs) right yeah don't be an idiot don't be
0: an idiot and spend five dollars a month to see these shows (laughs) spend a thousand dollars
1: the apple tv is the cheapest thing i just get another apple tv uh
0: all right that's all i had on my agenda for the show anything else Uh, there's always more to talk about but yeah. It's, it's, no, I, there's no, no use talking more about Apple TV Plus when five days from now it'll. Uh, I just,
1: I just hope the president goes to more
0: baseball games. That's all. <laughs> all right, John. Thank you very much. People can thank uh, you for having me. People can en- enjoy you uh, all over the internet. What do you want to plug? <laughs> uh,
1: the rebound, turning this car around, Biff, and um, I'm at I'm on Twitter at Maltz.
0: Molts, just at (laughs) Molts. My thanks to our sponsors this week. We had uh, Casper, where you can buy a mattress and other bedware. Uh, Squarespace, where you can build a website. And Fracture, where you can print your own photos directly on glass. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, John.